I want to tell you the story of the Longerberger Basket Company. I was amazed. Now, I did just search Google, and they're out of business now, but back in the 80s, they were a thriving basket-making company right here in America. Here's the short story, the summary. Mr. Longerberger was not a high IQ person. In fact, when he was in the sixth grade, his sister that was below him passed him because he stayed in the sixth grade three years. In other words, he's sixth grade, she was fifth grade. Next year, they're together, and the next year she advances, and he's still in the sixth grade. He graduates at age 21. So this is not an issue of intelligence, but he was an entrepreneur. You're going to learn that entrepreneurs are not necessarily the highest uh, scholastic uh, achievers, uh, and you're going to see that pretty regular. And so the point of me telling these stories is that the concept of entrepreneurship is more caught than taught. You can go to school and we're talking about putting together a curriculum ourselves to help people, but we got it, we're putting it together in a way that it's the sum of lots of personal uh, life stories of how people actually started. So Mr. Longerberger was a man of integrity. At one point, these baskets, first of all, are hand-woven baskets, and they sold for hundreds of dollars. They were uh, collector's items. I doubt if they're worth much now. I don't know. But they built these baskets, and it came to a point they built a warehouse, a five-acre warehouse. I went and visited. It was in Newark, N-E-W-A-R-K, Ohio, not too far from Columbus. And I actually, after reading the book and, and reading it several times, I had a reason to be driving near that, and I went out of my way. Because not only did they have this large warehouse where they're hand-weaving baskets, it's an amazing story. And, but they also built a seven-story headquarters that looked just exactly like the Mary Poppins uh, basket that you might see in uh, Mary Poppins or, or in Gone with the Wind where there's a little uh, basket that you go out for uh, set on the grass and have a, a basket lunch. And this thing was seven stories tall, and each story was one of the weaves of the basket. And so that's how each story was. The arches were so high that in the middle of the winter, the ice cubes would build up. So they had to heat the arches so that the ice cubes were not torpedoes coming down into the, into the terrarium in the middle of the building. This is amazing. But the point I'm making about it is I read biographies, biographies about people and how they started. Mr. Green, Mr. Dave Green, he hardly graduated from high school. His he was so shy. If you read the book, More Than a Basket, or More Than a Basket is uh, Longerberger, but uh, the story of Hobby Lobby, you'll see that in, as a senior in high school, he was so shy, he wouldn't speak in front of the, uh, the, the small student uh, classes, the English classes was in. So his teacher, having a little bit of a heart, let, let him give his speech just to her so he could get a passing grade. He went on and has developed the Hobby Lobby and the, and the, and the uh, uh, Mardell's bookstore. Amazing story. Read uh, the stories of Sam Walton and how he started and the way he did. It's, it's an old book now. All these are older books. Don't, don't, don't think that you're going to uh, be uh, uh, reading a more current book, but does it matter? No, these are principles and laws of how these people got started. Uh, 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 <clears throat> Mr. Walton started in, in one town in Missouri and he didn't have a long-term lease 
And so as soon as he got his uh, his marketing going and he had a lot of people coming, he was ramping up, his, his landlord jacked the prices, the leases way up. He had to move out of that town. Big loss because he moved over to uh, Bentonville, Arkansas, or I'm sorry, over here to uh, the Northwest, Northwest Arkansas, and, and this is a, a, the main economy for that area. Let me tell you about Stanley Tams. I, my wife and I went two and a half hours out of our way to meet and shake the hand and spend a couple hours with Stanley Tams. His book is called uh, 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 God Owns My Business, and in the early 40s and 50s, uh, he was uh, made his first bit of income from recycling silver. He found out that silver was being used in the development of pictures, you know, before Kodak they developed here, and he made a way to recycle the, the silver and collect it from all these little photo labs. And in the middle of that, <clears throat> he discovered the first elements of plastic. Can you imagine the guy that was not, he didn't discover plastic, but he saw a plastic pickle bucket, and he realized the future in that, and he had, and he's deceased now, I'm sure, uh, but, but he created U.S. plastics, again, with a huge warehouse selling plastics and, and, and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. In every order, there was a little track in every order. I'm telling you these stories to encourage you to read biographies, Listen to people. Get around people. If you can go and you have a chance, just go uh, respect them. Be, be polite. Don't ask for a private meeting. If there's some place, go see if you could meet them. You can ask him if you want. I called Mr. Tams's office, and his secretary said, I just called the first time, and I said, hey, ma'am, I happen to be uh, going to be close to your city, and my wife and I would like to stop by and, and in some way meet Mr. Tams. And she said, well, would you like to talk to him? He, oh, well, really, right now? Yeah, and he starts talking to me. So these people are reachable if you do it right. And so the subject of this lesson is, yes, you can learn accounting and spreadsheets and, and the technical side of your business, and you can learn all about a business plan and how to project financial statements, but those things are important, don't get me wrong, but if you don't catch the spirit of being an entrepreneur, you're probably not going to make it. You're not, probably not. My dad was an entrepreneur. I was blessed to live in a, in a household that I watched him make mistakes and then correct his mistakes and get over them. He lost money several different ways, several different places, but I was able to observe him through my younger years. So I hope this helps. I'm available. I can't call and talk to everybody, but if you want to give me a call, give me a call. I'll, I'll do what I can to help you. But the, the, that I'm not elevating myself to those levels. I'm just saying get around somebody that's a true entrepreneur. Hang around with them if you can. For sure, read their materials and hear them talk if they ever talk. Thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.